0: And welcome, one and all, to episode 12 of Fallout Off the Record. I'm your host, Rick McVick, and with us tonight is our special guest, uh, Steve, otherwise known as Mr. G. And also with us tonight is our awesome co host, Shaleen.
1: Hello, America. Hey,
2: guys. <laughs> yes.
0: All right, so let's. Uh, we have an awesome episode for you guys today, so let's get some things out of the way. Uh, we want to talk about our sponsors uh, tonight. So we are sponsored by TweakedAudio.com, your source for your earbuds and headphones. I use them at work. I know Shalene uses them as well. Um, if you go to TweakedAudio.com and enter our code off the record, all one word at checkout, you'll receive thirty percent off and free shipping of your order. So that's go go. That's our uh, offer code off the record, all one word at TweakedAudio.com at checkout. We are also sponsored by Audible.com. If you use our link, audibletrial.com slash questgamingnetwork, you'll get a free audiobook when you sign up for a free trial. So go to audibletrial.com slash questgamingnetwork for your free audiobook when you sign up for their free trial. And we also accept donations via PayPal on our website. Go to questgamingnetwork.com and uh, donate to us through uh, PayPal. And that would be really good. Keeps the lights running and the streams are streaming. So... Tonight's episode, we have a lot going on. We have our news, as always, and then we have a lot of news this week. Um, Bethesda trolled us by saying they weren't going to release any new information, and they did release new information. Uh, Also, we have our gameplay, which also happens to be my challenge of the week. We have some lore, we're going to get back into some history, the weapon of the week, emails, and a world premiere of a very awesome song, I know, because I was involved. So anyway, (laughs) we... (laughs) So we are going to go ahead and get into our news. If you like news,
1: you're going to love our next segment.
0: What happened in the world of Fallout this week, Shilene?
1: Well, Rick, a lot of things happened in the world of Fallout this week. Uh, I'm going to start off with uh, some Fallout-related news. This came from the PlayStation blog. The Wasteland 2 director's cut is coming to PS4 on October the 13th. The CEO of In Exile, the uh, company that made Wasteland 2, Brian Fargo, was a founder of Interplay and the producer of the first Fallout. So basically, if you dug those isometric fallouts, you're going to like Wasteland 2. Um, The original Wasteland, of course, was one of the main influences on those original Fallout games. Wasteland Two has got revamped graphics and controls on the director's cut and they added perks and uh, quirks, which are similar to traits in the Fallout series. Okay. So that's uh pretty cool. Uh, it looked really neat to me. They had to redo the whole control scheme because obviously Wasteland two originally came out on <laughs> PC and yeah. to change it for a, a dual shock, you know, it's it's gonna be a big job. It's gonna be strange. It looked like they did it.
0: Yeah, I had never played Wasteland. Have you?
1: I haven't, but I, it looks rad, and I would love to try it. I hope I have time
0: someday. Yeah.
2: And S- Steve, do you ever play it? I haven't. I've, I've read a bunch of people uh, in the Reddit uh, Fallout forums uh, talking about great games to play while you're waiting for Fallout. <laughs> they, said, they said Wasteland was a great one, but okay. I have never played it.
0: And I, I realized I forgot to mention that um, Mr. G has been doing a... Uh, song a day until fallout's release i forgot to mention why he's actually here (laughs) so he's just hanging out i'm just hanging out yeah so he's our special guest of the evening he's been doing songs and stuff like that and uh yeah so we have like like i said we me and steve did a collaboration and and we'll premiere that at the end of the at the end of the show so stay tuned for that and also we are running uh three different we're running a, a, a group skype call and we know how well one Skype call works out, so bear with us tonight if there's any, pr- any problems. So anyway, let's continue with the news.
1: Our next news comes from Bethesda.net. Bethesda released a couple of videos about Dogmeat. Mm. The first video talked about Dogmeat and the other companions. They confirmed that the name of the dog is, in fact, Dogmeat. Yes, they did. Uh, it just said dog, you know, when you saw that first original footage. And I wondered if you would be able to rename the dog. But according to Todd Howard, it just says dog until somebody else tells you that the dog's name is Dogmeat.
0: Ah, uh, huh. They
1: talked a little bit about the companion system. If Dogmeat is incapacitated in a fight, you can, and I quote, go jam a stim pack in him and he gets back in the fight. <laughs> That's comforting. You can you can revive Dogmeat if he goes down. Yeah. And... Yeah. In regard to essential companions, um, he said that nobody says, oh, the dog died. F it. I'll just keep playing. So that's why they made companions essential.
0: I say that. Uh,
1: but, yeah, yeah, you're the only one. It's just you, Rick. Just you.
0: Whatever. So. I don't mind if they die.
1: Anyway, so <laughs> we we have Todd Howard, though, confirming that my way of wanting to keep the companions alive is the correct way. So
2: we'll just
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, he is the all-knowing Todd, as they say.
1: They also talked about um, companions being essential while they are actively your companion. So that's something that I thought our listeners would be interested in. It sounds like they can be killed when they are not your companion.
0: Hmm. Uh,
1: This is further evidenced by the fact that they talked about Mr. Handy having the insides completely modeled so that when you shoot him and blow off the, uh, you know the pieces, you right. can see every piece. So that, to me, indicates that they can be killable when they're not your companion,
0: and possibly when, when and possibly when they're stationed at your uh, bunker yeah, fort. Right your what base. is that settlement? That's it. Yeah, possibly yeah. when they're stationed at their sep- settlement.
1: And they released a, a second video about dog meat. And it showed River, the dog that was the model for Dogmeat, doing mocap, Aww. And it was adorable. <laughs> yeah, that... It was so cute. <laughs> yeah,
0: did you watch it, that one? I did, I did. It was awesome. I, I liked how they were just making her do different things, and then um, him, her, uh, And then, you know, they would show the reciprocal of that in the video game. Mm-hmm. So, um, Steve, you're a fan of Fallout, apparently. Um, do you mind... Like, do you
2: did you ever restart when your character or your companions died um i don't think i did but i think it really bummed me out like uh mm-hmm. i mean i was like I, for example i'll tell you what and when i find a companion i stay with that companion the whole game like oh, yeah? i i feel really? like like i just i'm playing i'm actually playing the first time through new vegas i actually had started new vegas a long time ago i can't remember what happened where why i stopped but i i didn't Finish it for some reason. So I bought the Game of the Year edition several (laughs) months ago, and I started playing through. and Veronica has been my companion, Mm. and I got to Lily up in uh, the uh, uh, the little snow capped region thing. Yeah, Yeah. it was really cool to find that too. That was like an awesome Mm -hmm. when I found that. I was like, oh my gosh! I didn't have no idea this. I had no idea that was there. And Lily could have been my companion. But I didn't wanna I didn't wanna ditch Veronica. I felt like very attached to Veronica. Like I need to get her a dress still. She's been complaining about the dress. I haven't yeah.
0: gotten it yet. Yeah. So, so you're you're monogamous with really those. I really like the one from
1: dead money.
0: Yeah. Well I will oh, say
2: okay. I will okay, s- I'll have to play through that. I heard that's scary.
0: It is very scary. And I will say, <laughs> Chalene, that um see there's another there's another second vote for when they die. It's a bummer, but they let him go. So anyway.
1: Like Mount Numbered here on the podcast. That yeah,
2: way. that you are. Did you, you well, restart? Week, oh, what? I'm sorry. <laughs> I was saying, you restart, Shalene. You restart. If so, always, if you're you guys, you go all back. You just go back to a safe. Game. You go back to a yeah, safe. Oh, I, I could save. see that. Oh, yeah, I probably would do that. Yeah.
1: Probably. I actually, I really struggled because in Skyrim, I got really attached to Lydia. And uh, I would just take Lydia everywhere, and, and she was, you know, my companion. But she was very weak after I started to hit like level fifteen, and she was just dying all the time. <laughs> but I would just keep reloading the save, and yeah. So, so
0: the struggle you never, is cover real. Nah. You never Okay, I don't know. Whatever.
1: So, moving along. Yeah. They released the next video in the special series this week. It was endurance, wow. and it was a pretty fun video. What did you guys think of it?
0: I loved it. I did. Okay thumbs up
1: my favorite part was when uh, when the two arms came out of his chest the
0: extra (laughs) arms. yes he mutated that was so funny I liked it
1: so yeah Endurance. Next week we've got charisma on the docket. So. that's
0: right. This um, should be a fun we'll one. Yeah, <laughs>
1: I think so. I love these videos. They're, They're so good. cute.
0: Do you? Are you? Are you past the uh, finger thumb or the uh, toe thumb?
1: No, <laughs> it bothers me every time. Every single time that toe thumb bothers me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, and they, looking... they showed the character's feet this time, and I was like, his toes look less like toes than the toe thumb. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, what can yeah. you
1: do? <laughs> it was bad. I hate the token. <laughs> so moving along, this next story came from IGN. Funko is releasing legacy collection figures featuring the Lone Wanderer from Fallout Three and Doba Keen from Skyrim. The Lone Wanderer is in an armored vault suit and he comes with a rifle. There's also a version in power armor with a laser rifle. Mm-hmm. And uh, these are on sale right now at the Bethesda store for $22. I, I I have a problem with this. I have a real problem with these figurines. Do you? There's not a lady's version. <laughs> there is no female variant of these figurines.
2: Well. That's, that seems wrong.
1: Yeah. It, it seems wrong because it is wrong. There should be it is.
0: That's a lady's variant. <laughs> yeah i i'd I would like to see more of these personally I'd like to see uh a death claw would be really awesome or like even cool. even like a ghoul of some sort I want a female death claw <laughs> the alpha and uh uh the alpha and female queen mm. is that it the queen death claw yeah, the queen I want the I, queen yeah
1: I thought it was like the mother death claw I don't
0: remember there is a mother matriarch.
1: Deathclaw. Deathclaw matriarch. Okay, we'll I don't go, remember. We'll go anyway, the these figurines—they're really cool. They—they uh, they are very cool. When you think of Funko, you think of these things with the giant heads, you know? Yeah. Um, but these figurines are much more like action figures. The—the mm-hmm. the proportions are more lifelike.
0: Yeah. So anyway, yeah. uh, I was going to say it makes me want one, but I've already spent all my money on magic cards. But we don't have to. Yeah, Yeah. I decided not to get the loot crate to save money, and what do I do? I go out and buy a booster box. Ay. Worth it. Worth it. Every bit worth it. Anyway. <laughs>
2: no regrets. So moving
1: along from Rick's Magic the Gathering addiction. Our next news story is from Bethesda.net. Uh, I'm on Zur. I'm, I'm sure I've mispronounced that. I'm in, I'm on, I don't know. I'm certain I mispronounced that, so I apologize wholeheartedly, Mr. Zur. He was the composer for all of the Fallout games since Fallout Tactics, wow. and he is returning for Fallout 4. Awesome. They released a video of Zor performing the Fallout 4 main theme on piano.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I loved it. It's, it's yeah. beautiful, evocative. I haven't played the game, but I feel like I'm in the world when I listen to this song. Yeah. Um, it's going to be good.
0: And, and when at first when he started out in the video, I was like, this doesn't really sound familiar. And then he hits the main note. Mm-hmm. that I think it's a minor and it just like that's when it hits it's like that note that's in you know familiar familial to all the fallouts and it just like strikes a chord in you when you hear it and you're like I need to go play fallout now because <laughs> you just
2: need you just want to be engulfed in that world mm-hmm. that was really good I, I saw that too yeah. and I'm just it made it and then there's they actually have the high quality versions linked on SoundCloud and oh, they I see um, those yeah and there's another yeah. song too. You, I don't know if you're gonna talk about that. Sorry. No, I didn't. Right. I didn't, I didn't, the I didn't other see that song the is called "The Last Mariner." Really, my wife made me stop, mm-hmm. turn it off because it was creeping her out. <laughs> She's all, "That's right. creeping it's me out It's very eerie." What? What? What's? Uh, what is it
0: about, Chling? Do you? Have- uh, what was it?
1: Yeah, the second song is called "The Last Mariner," and it's just this eerie refrain. Ooh.
0: Um.
1: Yeah. You should check it out. It can be found at Bethesda dot net. Okay. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about the interview and the article. Uh Um, He said that Fallout 4 is a personal story, so he's emphasizing piano in the soundtrack. And uh, Zur is known for creating non traditional sounds. For example, drawing a cello across a cello bow across a garden chair for a sound that he calls shrill as hell. (laughs) And he's emphasizing piano, but uh, he's not just playing the piano. He's hitting the strings with open hands and even biting them, he said, to create unique sounds. Wow.
0: That's pretty cool. Yeah, That's,
1: That's You guys great. are both musicians. You ever bit a piano string?
2: I don't think I've ever bit any string. I, I, I have not. <laughs> I have, I have, uh, you know, I tried to play my guitar like Jimi Hendrix once um, with my mouth. <laughs> did, yeah. you, did you cut your tongue? <laughs> I almost, yeah, I was careful not to cut my tongue, and I didn't set it on fire, so I really didn't commit. Really.
0: <laughs> yeah, I... <laughs> This, this guy, Inan, is exactly why I am not a composer. I just don't have, composers just, they're like uh, abstract artists, and they think outside mm-hmm. the box, and I just don't have that, I don't have the brain for that, and it's just amazing when they're like, oh, how did, you know, like, how did you make that sound? Well, I hit a turtle with a paintball gun in the middle of July <laughs> in this room that was like 50 feet by 500 feet tall, and you're like, What? How did you get that to sound like a door closing? So, I don't... <laughs> I don't... The sound design, too, is pretty
2: amazing. <laughs> yeah.
1: Audio director Mark Lampert actually suggested taking some accordion into the soundtrack. So, there is accordion in the Fallout 4 soundtrack.
0: Because why not? That song had
1: it. <laughs> Even Einenzer thought that was crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'd say. <laughs> Let's do a polka. <laughs>
1: so, yeah. Everybody should definitely go check out that video and hear those tracks because yeah, they're pretty cool.
0: They're pretty awesome.
1: So, The next news story was a pretty big one, I thought.
0: Yeah, it was huge. Um,
1: huge. Yeah, it was the Loot Crate. The Fallout 4 Special Edition Loot Crate went on sale Wednesday at noon Pacific for $100, containing a Vault 111 hoodie, a dog meat plushie, and five mystery items. And Loot Crate reported more than 15,000 concurrent people trying to order this Loot Crate, and the website exploded.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it did. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of like a quasi DDoS.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It was madness. Pandelirium. It was terrible. And people were trying to order the loot crate and it would take their payment, but then they would get an error message and they would refresh and it would take payment again. And uh, there were a lot of people being charged multiple times, not getting any confirmation that they had in fact successfully bought a loot crate. And the problem was that the the loot crate was limited to one for one per customer. Mm-hmm. And the volume was so high that they couldn't track whether or not this person had already ordered Loot Crate. Um, and that was the cause of a lot of their problems. Oh, my gosh. that
0: mm-hmm. uh, I, I bet you they did not expect to get hit that hard.
1: No, that had to be beyond. Because, you know, they were prepared. They were ready. They thought, you know, a lot of people are going to want
0: this.
2: <laughs> They're excited about this
1: game. They were ready, but they were not ready enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like... I get to see the conversation, like, what do you think about, like, uh, 5,000 people? 5,000? Yeah, it'll be all right. Yeah. (laughs) 15,000.
1: That had to be way beyond what they imagined. Yeah. They had to call in every customer support employee from every (laughs) shift as they worked to solve these problems, because they were just being bombarded with, you know, people saying, hey, you know, you've charged me twice, I haven't got a confirmation, Am I getting two loot crates? Am I getting no loot crates and and losing my money? What's going on? And loot crate has, they're known for excellent customer service.
0: Yeah.
1: And they they pulled out all the stops. Everybody came to work and, and they solved these problems. Customers were refunded for their extra charges. And it seems like everybody that ordered pretty much is getting their loot crate. And they're sold out right now. But after they get everything sorted, there may be some limited quantities left. Uh, we'll let you know if anything comes
0: available. I want to see just one left and then auction it off for oh. charity.
1: <laughs> that would be fantastic. Do it for extra life.
0: Because, like, yeah, because it would be, it would go for, like, $1,000. <laughs> for sure.
1: That would go for probably multiple thousand dollars.
0: Did, uh, did either of you two get a loot crate? I, I didn't. got
1: one. You did you get did, one?
2: You did, no, you yeah. I did. No, I didn't. I did not. I'm sorry. I
1: did. Did a you? Rick, did you? I, I really like Loot Crate.
2: All right.
0: Now, there will be no spoilers, but did it tell you what you're getting in it after you purchased it?
1: No. Okay. No, it uh, just gives you a confirmation that, yes, you know, you've successfully
0: ordered a Loot Crate. Sweet. Or at least
1: it did for me. I got mine before the website <laughs> melted down.
0: Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, you are probably sitting left. on that button like a sniper, just waiting for it to go live. So Bye! Bye! <laughs>
1: I was. It was going live right at the same time that I usually leave for work. <laughs> so I was like, oh, if I have to wait, it's going to run out. So I was just waiting at the refresh button, you know, refresh, refresh, and bought my Loot Crate right away and nice. got out of town.
0: Congratulations. Yeah, nice. it doesn't
1: tell you what it's, what's in there. That's half the fun of Loot Crate is that it's a surprise.
0: So. Yeah. You, be awesome. We'll do an unboxing for the show. Mm-hmm. And For I sure. hope you get it on a Monday, so you have to wait till Friday.
1: <laughs> no, I'll just record it separately. I'll just record a separate unboxing.
0: <laughs> or you can just reseal it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She'll put the camera on. It's just covered in duct tape. Like, right. just- <laughs> I don't think that's how that works, but all right. <laughs> So right.
1: Let's go ahead and move on to our big story of the week. Yeah. Bethesda released some new information about Fallout 4, despite saying that they would not release any new information. They talked about character and perk system details. So let's give you the rundown here.
0: Yeah, and we you spe- begin
1: Fallout 4. Go ahead.
0: No, I was going to say we speculated about this. I think it was last episode.
1: It was. It was in the last episode during the post National Enquirer. Rick, for that segment, I researched, I pulled in like six different interviews, news sources to compile what we knew about character and perk system. Yeah. And then we we speculated on it, and this (laughs) week they were like, hey, just throw that work out the window, because we're going to tell you.
0: Well, I'll bet Uh, you it's because they watched our show.
1: It is. They saw us, you know, and they thought, you know what, we should clarify for Rick and Shaleen,
0: and the listeners of Fallout off the record. (laughs) So really... We were the, the reason why they came out with this video. It was all because of us. You're welcome. <laughs> so let's so. tell a good listeners what's going on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you begin Fallout 4 with 28 specials. That's way down uh, from 3 and New Vegas, in which you started out with 40 specials to wow. distribute. So if you're going to make a, a character with 9 strengths, like I usually do because I have to carry all the things, then you're going to have some ones in your, oh. in your special attributes.
2: Forest.
1: Um,
2: yeah,
0: Forest gum. Right.
1: <laughs> even my non-Forest gum. even my smart characters, um, I usually give them really high strengths because I'm such a hoarder. Anyway, <laughs> um, it's an XP-based leveling system, but you'll attain levels faster, more like Skyrim.
0: Ah, okay.
1: And each... Perk. Um, they showed the the perk chart. Um, that's a poster. Mm-hmm. We described that last week. They gave us a high res image of the horrible low res image that we had found last week. Yeah. So at least we confirmed that that was the correct image.
0: Yes, it was. But, but the we have, f-
1: yeah,
0: I just like how they were trolling us the whole time. Like they had it. Like they knew it was stuck on the back wall, mm-hmm. and they're just yeah. That knowledge had been really cool. Like it's right there, right there.
1: Right. Somebody in the chat room is asking, what is the level cap? There is no level cap for Fallout 4. Nope. Um, so each one of those perks on the perk chart is basically a mini perk tree. Um, for example, Paralyzing Palm, which used to be a perk that would knock down your foe, uh, it's now ranked 5 in the Iron Fist perk. Oh. You need the previous ranks of Iron Fist, and you also need to be level 46 to unlock Paralyzing Palm.
0: Ah, That's awesome!
1: Right. You can also gain separate perks from over 100 magazines that are found in the game world. Some of these are unique perks to the magazine, oh. and some of them grant a single perk, some of them level up a perk. There's a 10-issue run of Grognak the Barbarian that levels up the Barbarian perk. That's that's pretty rad. Yes. I hope I hope that it's more than just picking up the magazine. I hope you get to open it and see a page of Grognac. That would make my day. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a big Grognac fan, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Each physical pre-order copy of Fallout 4 will come with a poster of the perk chart, oh, and awesome. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Awesome. if you digital pre-ordered you're kind of out of luck there no poster for you but you can download the high-res digital image from bethesda.net awesome we suspected for a while now that you would be able to level up your special attributes this is confirmed by the video uh yeah. they didn't talk about this but there was a screen showing that you could spend a perk point to train up your special level yeah um that'd be pretty yeah, cool so that's yeah, I was wondering how, how are you going to, you know, get all 270 or however many perks these are uh, if you need to have all your special levels up. So yeah. that's how we'll do that. Awesome.
0: Now, we know, Shaleen, you like to make uh, really strong dumb characters, which can only give us an insight to what kind of guys you like. But, uh, Steven, Steve, what, uh, what kind of characters do you yeah. usually uh, create? Do you, do you roleplay at all in that game, or do you do you, just, do you just
2: create a character to win? Ah, uh, yeah, I I a character to win, but I mean, I I think I always play myself. I guess uh, I'm sort of I, I'm a, I play a good guy who doesn't uh, he doesn't want to kill any innocent people and wants to uh, you know do the he wants to do the right thing. Gotcha. Most of the time, <laughs> um, I've been. <laughs> There's times where you got to shoot a guy in the head, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. but, uh, you know, so yeah, I haven't, I haven't like gone in like Forrest Gump style where I'm like, okay, I am, uh, you know, idiot savant, <laughs> super strong and, uh, or I'm a musician. i oh, that'd be kind of fun. Like huh. I'm a musician playing through the wasteland, and I'm trying to find an instrument. Gotcha. And then I'm going to settle once I find it. Gotcha. I'm just going to settle somewhere. I don't care about the main story quest or whatever. If I had a love interest, it's, I found my instrument. So all yes. that to say, <laughs> I, I forgot the question. <laughs> um, do I roleplay? Yeah, I just <laughs> as you roleplay. Because,
0: um, because I usually make my first character like myself, which is probably what I'm going to do in Fallout 4, which means sneaky sniper... Or you know death machine uh then after that i usually role play um it's like you know limit myself to certain weapons and that sort of thing um but but yeah i uh i I just was curious um but yeah i can't wait i uh i can't wait to to try this new perk chart in action i'm excited for that there's a moth in here anyway (laughs) so we have one last story (laughs) Kill
1: okay. This is our Zenny Kotaku story of the week. <laughs> do, you, do you guys remember Twitch Plays Pokemon? Nope. No. No. Uh-huh. I remember. Yeah, any- I
2: actually remember reading about that, and it took them like some ridiculous amount of time to. And I saw the. Yeah. Oh, well, it's pretty crazy.
1: What they did was they they made a, like a bot that would control the game, based on commands put into the Twitch chat, and they would take a an aggregate of the commands put in Twitch chat, and that's what the game would do. Hmm. But of course, you know, it's Twitch is Twitch, so there were a bunch of people trolling it, and instead of going towards the objective, people would be like, no, you know, stay still. And, and uh, it, was, it was pretty funny to watch Twitch play Pokemon. And when they were finally done, they went and played Dark Souls, and they beat the hardest boss of Dark Souls. And you know what they're doing now? They're playing Fallout 3.
0: Yeah? How'd that go?
1: It, it was a disaster at first. They spent hours stuck staring at a wall in, in Vault 101. And uh, when I was writing up some of the show notes, I watched Twitch play, play Fallout 3 in the background. And uh, they were just trying to loot a grenade box for like 30 minutes. Wow. That's, that's all they did was sit there and try to get the grenades. Wow. And I'm sure they're eventually going to get it together and they'll, they'll beat the game. But now is the time to watch Twitch Plays Ballout Three because it'll be chaos and trolling and funny, funny. <laughs> the times. day I
2: watched, they were in the crib for like two hours at least. Like <laughs> they were just—they were trying to get out of the crib. It was—it was really funny. I was like, "What am I watching?" I'm just like, it was like they were just trying to figure out how to make the character look look up. I just kept like typing "look up" or whatever. I, I thought I would troll it a little too at some point. You're like, okay, this is ridiculous. Let's just do something stupid. What's the dumbest command I can hear right now?
1: Yeah. <laughs> nice. While I was watching, they were putting in, like, they were typing into the chat um, Harry Potter slash fiction, and yeah, there's just
0: there's wow. no
1: telling what will go
0: on there. Anarchy. So we will watch that <laughs>
1: for the news this week,
0: gentlemen. Yeah. And it makes sense, too, when you were telling me about, uh, when you were telling me before about, it took them a half an hour to loot a grenade box. I didn't realize that it was a bot. I thought it was actually people wow. playing this game. And I'm like, how does no, it take a bot them a half? Ha-
1: the commands in the chat. Do what? It's a bot that responds to commands in the chat.
0: Right. I didn't realize that when you were telling me that it took them a half an hour to loot the grenade box. Because I'm thinking, <laughs> how does it take a human being a half an hour to hit the A button <laughs> to take all? <laughs> like, <laughs> so now, now it totally makes sense. So, uh, yeah, that does conclude our news, Um, but we have a post-national inquiry a little bit, and it's actually a quiz, Um, and this is for, yeah, so Shaleen's going to give us the questions, and this is going to be for uh, Steve and I, because you already did this, and we'll say how well you did it. uh, I did. Yeah, at the end. I got
1: my latest issue of Game Informer, (laughs) and the last page here has this fallout quiz, and I took it and thought it would be fun to give it to you on air.
0: So. Nice. All right. So, um, Shalino asked the question. Uh, we'll have Steve answer, and then I'll answer. So,
2: oh, this is going to be truly embarrassing. Okay. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so screwed. All right, go.
0: Question
1: one: Who's your daddy in Fallout Three? A. James. <laughs> B. Jonas. C. Jeff. D. Jimmy.
2: James.
0: James.
1: Okay. All right. So there, you. um. Through a series of convenient accidents and uninspected deaths, you're put in charge of your vault. What should we call you? A, Your Highness, B, the Commander, C, Overseer, D, El Presidente.
2: <laughs> oh, um, El Presidente. What? Overseer. Overseer. I forgot.
1: What? Overseer is I, really, I, I literally, literally did get a do not remember Mr.
2: that. One. Wow. I get minus two for that one. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm willing to take
1: Number a- three. You and your fellow survivors are passing the time by telling stories about the first fallout's vault dweller. From what vault did he hail? A, 123. D, 13. C, 111. D, none of these.
2: Steven? 111. D, uh, all of the above? <laughs> no, I know it wasn't all of the above. I'll go 13.
1: Okay, it was indeed 13.
2: I actually wasn't quite just, sure. It was. I'm it was glad 13. to hear that you weren't sure, too. <laughs> what color was the first ghoul you encountered <laughs> wearing on his left shoe?
1: <laughs> Number four. Life in the Wasteland has numbed you to displays of extreme violence. What trait slash perk should you choose if you want to sate your thirst for gore? A bloody mess. B gorehound. C raining blood. D mayhem.
0: A bloody mess. Bloody mess. Although C, that's your favorite, hurt, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, it is. And although I would really like it, it was raining blood too. Just they play that little Slayer riff, like right when oh, you pick oh it, my like, gosh, it not, and then it's that's just
2: <laughs> <south of> heaven.
1: <laughs> Number five. Your friend, the nuclear apocalypse, is celebrating a birthday. You'd like to bake a cake. What day should you preheat the oven? A, October 10th, B, October 13th, C, October 23rd, D, October 31st.
0: Can, can you repeat that question? I, I was distracted by something in the chat. So,
1: Your friend, the nuclear apocalypse, is celebrating a birthday. You'd like to bake a cake. What day should you preheat the oven? October 10th, October 13th, October 23rd, October 31st.
2: Oh, I Hmm. We talked I, mean, about- I honestly wanted I would want to heat it up after Fallout Four came out, which would be sometime <laughs> in November. So I really don't like any of those options. I'm gonna say the thirty first. I'm gonna say the thirty first. I have no idea what reference this is to. I have no no clue. Is it October tenth? No. Oh.
1: The Great War was on October oh. the twenty third.
0: Ah, okay. So, 2077
1: right. though, right? Yeah. Right.
0: Yes. At least I got the year. <laughs>
2: I, <I'm> just, <laughs> bonus point. <laughs> you got a bonus point. Number six. It's, it's like five to negative cake. 72 right
1: now. <laughs> 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 On the subject of cake, Andy... Hey, guys, let's keep the spoilers out of the chat here. On the subject of cake, Andy, Vault 101's so. Mr. Handy Robot, accidentally destroyed the player's birthday cake. How did he do it? A. Incinerated it with his (laughs) flamethrower. B. Smashed it with the rad roach swatter. C. His tiny claws dropped the tray. D. Overzealous use of the circular saw.
2: I don't remember, but it seems like the circular saw might be the way to go. Is it that or the flamethrower? I'm going to go circular saw. Circular saw. It was the circular saw.
1: Seven. You're enjoying a relatively secure life in Fallout 1's vault. What on earth could possibly lure you out of there? A, a mass escape. B, a search for a water purification part. C, an open door and a deeply curious nature. D, trick question. You start outside the vault in the first fallout.
2: <laughs> oh, gosh, man. I don't know in the first fallout. um, C, well, I have no clue. Water, for pu- water purification chip.
1: Right, the water chip.
2: Well, screw me. <laughs> what, <happened. laughs> what, are the, what are the numbers? Number overhead? Where's the numbers aren't there supposed to be numbers appearing? <laughs> I'm not that good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Number eight. Vault dwellers have had a variety of friendly NPCs throughout the years. What entries in the Fallout series featured the canine companion dog meat? A, one, two, three, and four. B, one, three, and four. C. Two, three, and four. D, Brotherhood of Steel, three and four.
2: Well, I know four. (laughs) I'm going to say for sure the ones that have the four in it. (laughs) I think I remember hearing one. I'm going to say one, three, four. I I think it's one, three, four, two, two. two.
1: It was actually one,
0: two, three, and 4. We're,
2: Whoa. There,
1: really?
0: There are people screaming at their computer screens I, right I, now. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> people I, are in I, their cars like, getting in accidents
1: because they're yelling at the podcast.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> like, We're halfway done. The hate <laughs> mail's pouring in. <laughs> How
1: do you know nothing of Fallout
0: is <laughs> <laughs> what's going to be the email subject lines? <laughs> All right. Number
1: nine. If you don't answer this question, we're shutting down the power. Who runs New Vegas? A. Robert House B. Master Blaster <laughs> C. The Tunnel Snakes D. The Mysterious Stranger
2: Well, I think the right answer should be Tunnel Snakes, but I'm going to say Mr. House. Mr. House. Good job. <laughs> Master Blaster. <laughs> I wish. I like Master Blaster. I do, too. There needs
1: to be a Master Blaster reference. Number ten. Wow, you've managed to get your hands on a fat man. What kind of ammo should you keep an eye out for? A, mini-nukes. B, bolts. C, 9mm rounds. D, teddy bears. Uh,
2: I would love to launch teddy bears, but I'm thinking (laughs) mini-nukes. Mini-nuke.
1: Good job. And you can actually launch teddy bears
0: with a rocket launcher. Well, yes, but not from a fat man (laughs) platform. Not from a fat man. Now, I got what? One wrong, two wrong? You've missed you definitely
2: it. won. <laughs> you definitely scored more than I did. <laughs> so we the year. number. El- oh, there's more. Number eleven. Oh wow, I thought
0: it was intense. There's more. There's more.
1: <laughs> number eleven. You've, we haven't even gotten to the one that I missed yet.
0: Okay, I was wondering. I thought um, these. Yeah.
1: Number eleven. You've worked up an appetite after wandering the wastes for several weeks. What wouldn't you eat? A hmm. squirrel on a stick. B, Irradiated Salisbury Steak, C, Cram, D, Ghoul Flesh.
2: I've been wandering the desert for several weeks.
1: Yeah, I thought this one was kind of subjective, really. Like, how can you quantify this one?
2: <laughs> I mean, I guess you'd think which one is going to give you the worst additional rad poisoning, maybe? Or like, and you'd go with the one that was the, you know, the worst, I, I don't know, Ghoul Flesh? Seems yeah. pretty horrible to eat after be wandering the for a while. I like squirrel on a stick. I love that stuff. Be like jerky. So tasty. Uh what Cram, you, I'm not a fan. Of you. Right. So what are, you, what are you going with, Stephen? I'm going with uh, ghoul flesh is not to eat, right? We're saying what we would not yeah, eat. Yeah, what you would not eat. I would not eat ghoul flesh. Me neither.
1: That is what Game Informer thought was the right answer as well. I <laughs> so felt like there were probably people out there that would eat the ghoul flesh, and this was unfair to them. <laughs> but I guess it's not, in, not really a, a choice. In Fallout to Equal, even when you're cannibal. So, there's only one way that Wastelanders can quench their thirsts in Fallout, Brotherhood of Steel. What are you drinking? A. Nuka-Cola B. Mountain Doom C. Crupple D. Bald Guarana B-A-W-L-S Guarana Ah, ah, ah.
2: (laughs) Nuka-Cola Mount Doom Mountain Doom is it Mountain Doom? I have, I have not. I don't
1: know. You guys are both wrong. It's Balls course Really? What? That's and a real is, drink. This is the one. Yeah, this is the one that I missed.
0: So. I thought for sure it wouldn't be because it's a real drink. I love Balls Guarana water. Well. <laughs> I do. Have you ever had it? Yeah. It comes in a blue bottle, no. so it's like blue balls. Never had it really good i don't think that's a thing we have in new mexico well it's because you live in a one street town get out of here yeah. all right so how do we do <laughs> uh we're not done there's three Oh my questions. gosh <laughs> make it end make it end you're
1: getting ready to take your special exam to learn your placement in the vault surprise question what does the p stand for perks perception positioning personality
0: perception perception
1: good job Your friend slips back into the vault after an unauthorized expedition. He rants and raves about a place called Little Lamplight, which has an interesting characteristic. What is it? A. Everyone who lives there is 16 or younger. B. It's ruled by a megalomaniac named Dave. C. It's built around a live nuke. D. Your friend is lying. There's no such place in the Fallout universe.
2: A. A.
1: Yeah. Last question.
0: Last question.
1: If there's one thing we can count on, it's the nature of war. How's that again? A, it's an ugly business. Never B, it never changes.
0: Okay, thank you.
1: B, it's not as bad as people say. <laughs> B, it's just the worst.
0: Never changes. All right. Yeah, never changes. Right. Thank so you. that would that ah, be
1: fallout quiz. All right. I missed the, uh, I missed the bald piranha question.
0: Yeah. That, I, I had no idea. So, um... There was that fun little quiz. I'm sure there are people out there that are like, you know, nothing of Fallout. In fact, I think there was someone in the chat that said that. But that's okay. I'll... Like,
2: I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. I, can't even, I can't even listen to you anymore because you have no, you have no reputable knowledge. Yeah. But that's okay. It's all right. Um,
0: yeah, so I thought it was fun. Yeah, it was. So we're gonna go ahead and we are gonna go ahead and get into our gameplay of the week, which means. <laughs> everyone's favorite bumper (laughs) we have people asking if they could download it for a ringtone which i don't know if i can or not anyway so uh this week's gameplay is rather short for me and i actually did my uh challenge as is my gameplay so i started a new character to do my permadeath challenge which is very hard hardcore on new vegas and i ditched the vault 13 cantina um it looks like our x splits glitching up fun (laughs) Alright guys, so while it's stuck on the uh, Vigor Tester here, um, which I don't know why it is. Maybe I'll just tell you guys about it and we'll skip the video for the week. (laughs) Maybe it'll catch up. There it is. Um, No, it's not catching up. We're going to go back to the guest thing anyway. So I'll just tell you about my gameplay since it's being all stupid. Um... I made a character, and I forget how the special went now, but I put um, most of my special on agility and perception, and a little bit of, en- oh no, a lot on um, agility and endurance, and a little bit on perception. Because I thought to myself, every time I make a death character, I'm just going to die anyway. Excuse me. And uh, I decided to make my character a sneaky sniper guy, because I figured that'd be the best way to prolong my survival um, i, I didn 't want to focus on survival because that usually got me killed, which was a bit ironic if you ask me um, so after I made my character, I you know decided to do all of the good spring stuff. I start out I go with sunny smiles and I clear out the watering holes and I save that girl at the one go up the mountain, clear out the uh, you know where the down tower is, and I clear out those geckos there, and I take that little stash and avoid the bear traps. Um, but I didn't really know what to do, so I decided to do my usual thing and head out to. To first of all, I was going to secure Good Springs from the Powder Gangers, and um, I w- did that. I started the quest with Ringo, and I went down and talked to Sunny Smiles, and you can easily recruit her. I got the medical supplies from Doc Mitchell, and uh, I went to talk to um, Chet. Is that the guy's name in the Good Springs store? Yes, in the store. So I went to talk to Chet, and I had a magazine for bartering. But I didn't have a high enough skill to begin with, so that didn't work. So I couldn't get the armor, which didn't matter because I have the DLC anyway. And um, so I went to uh, Trudy. Uh Uh, I went to Trudy, and um, she wouldn't give me any help either. And uh, the surveyor guy, I can't remember his name, that old fellow with the dynamite, he wouldn't give me any dynamite. Easy Pete. Easy Pete. There we go. So I went up to Ringo, and I was like, dude, I I just have my rifle and Sonny Smiles and you. Um, and this is, you know, so we started out and it's just us three against all the powder gangers. And as I'm running towards them, I forget, or I remember that point that this is permanent death and this isn't fallout three, your stimpacks heal over time. And I'm running like straight into like these six guys. So I'm like this, <laughs> not a smart idea. So I switch over to my, uh, mercenary grenade launcher. Uh, at this point I only had four rounds left because I used them as mortars against the geckos. And I'm running up to these guys and I sidestep past uh, the Good Springs um, Saloon and I fire off four of these grenades and I kill like one or two of them. This is on very hard. And some guy's charging me with a meat cleaver. I hurry up and get behind a rock and switch to my shotgun, uh, which is the, uh, the Caravaners, uh, Caravaner's shotgun, but the special edition one that comes to DLC, I can't remember the name of it. Um, so I switch to that. Guy comes around the rock, and I blow his head off. I really wish we could show the video. Um, blow his head off. And at this point, Sonny and Ringo have killed a few other ones because I've wounded them. And then I move around the left side of the rock that's in front of the Good Spring Saloon and flank the rest of the guys, and we finish off the Powder Gangers, and everyone survived, which I thought was quite impressive for being level 2. And um, secure the town. I move, and I clear out Devil's Gullet, clear out the one wolf cave that's there. And I move up to Prim, and at this point, I did, I, you know, at the beginning of the game, I collected some uh, scrap electronics and some scrap metal and some sensor modules because I knew I'm going to need a companion to survive. So I get Eddie, as you would. And I got Eddie, and we went inside the uh, Buffalo Saloon. I can't remember the name. The, buff- the, the What is it called, the Buffalo?
1: Um, bison
0: Steve. That's it, the Bison Steve. There are no buffalo in America, I believe. I think it's just Bison. I don't know. Anyway. um, So I pull out dynamite, and I enter the bottom floor. Chuck two, three dynamites, and it uh, kills the guys down at the bottom, and I run out, wait for things to cool down a little bit. Come back in, I pull out my silence 22, and I begin to clear out the bottom floor. And at this point, I've leveled up. I think I'm level five, and my sneak is about uh, 49, 50, maybe sneak uh, maybe 60. So what I realized at that point, people will see, people won't like see me, but my status will be, um, caution. So clear out the first, clear out the first, uh, sorry, in chat, someone said Buffalo, New York. I I meant, uh, buffaloes and the animal. I think they're just technically bison. Anyway. Um, Chalene may have something to argue with cause aren't the, forget it. Anyway. Um, i think because you're out west you know everything about bison for some stupid reason sorry my stereotypicalness um so i'm in the buffalo steve i'm kidding um bison steve and i clear out the first floor but as i'm sneaking into the kitchen where our favorite deputy beagle is i shoot at a guy and he's looking straight at me but he doesn't see me it's just his caution so i was like okay he sees eddie and him and eddie are shooting at each other and we get flanked you know, in the one hallway and I start taking guys out, but I notice that they're all focusing on Eddie. They don't see me at all. So even though I'm in caution, I can still get some sneak criticals. So we clear out the first floor and we move to the second floor and I pull out the Silenced 22 pistol and I pop around, you know, we take the uh, the stairwell next to the elevator and I pop around the corner and there's one guy and I shoot him twice and he doesn't die. So he runs into the main foyer there and he starts having a firefight with Eddie. Well, he tells all of his little friends to come down, and everyone on the second and third floor come to into the foyer. So it's like six guys in the foyer and just me and Eddie. And I'm level five on very hard, hardcore permadeath. I'm like, this yeah. is not this is not gonna end well. So I throw a few pieces of dynamite before they run into the room, and somehow between like Eddie shooting a bunch of them, they're starting to smoke because of the laser gun, and and uh, or the the laser uh, attachment that Eddie has, and <laughs> I'm just shooting them with my ten million, ten millimeter pistol. Somehow, we kill four of them. Two of them retreat down the second floor hallway, and um, I pop around the corner, and some guy who's trying to take cover only has his head sticking out from around the corner, so I shoot him twice in the noggin, and he drops dead. And I run up to the corner where there's the last guy and I switch over to my shotgun and I shoot him once in the leg and he goes to run past me and I vats right in the head and boom and his head flies off and he flies up against the wall and drops down dead. And at that point, the Bison Steve was clear and my gameplay was over and the video was awesome i'm sorry that it didn't work I, I don't know why these are hit or miss over here but um so that's my permadeath character i'm survived I, I survived about two hours in game and uh i'm gonna keep continuing with that character and we'll see how that goes so i haven't died yet and when i will when he does die i will permanently delete him and i'll let you know when that happens so that was my gameplay of the week and uh shaleen you were uh doing some stuff in the original fallout and also three right or new vegas this time
1: I did. I played the challenge in New Vegas, and you lasted, you said, about two hours and you were still alive? Yeah. I lasted about nine minutes. <laughs> 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 For real, about nine minutes. What did you do? Well, I created my character, and I named her Darla, the demon butcher of Good Springs. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I just, I, I threw away all of my DLC gear, all of, the, all of the armor and stuff, and I just had her in, like, a dress. Out of Doc Mitchell's closet, and I picked up a straight razor, and uh, I had this straight razor. And here's the thing. I've been playing mostly Fallout three lately, mm-hmm. but for one reason or another, I have played the first two hours of New Vegas like six times in the last couple months. <laughs> and I'm so sick of Good Springs, you guys. So I decided that this time I was going to murder Good Springs. And uh, I started out made my character, and I had this weird glitch where I couldn't crouch or draw a weapon, both things which are are really, really necessary to be a serial killer of Good Springs. So I I spent an hour looking up how to fix this and finally found a console command that repaired this problem. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And then I, I just went around and I killed some people. I killed Doc Mitchell. This is all with the straight razor. That's the only weapon I kept. Doc Mitchell... Chet at the store, two unnamed settlers, Easy Pete, Joe Cobb the Powder Ganger, (laughs) Sunny Smiles, and Cheyenne. Oh! And then I died. And you know who killed me? Who? Trudy. (laughs) Trudy killed me
0: so hard. (laughs) What'd what'd she kill you with? (laughs) Uh,
1: She had a pistol. Like, she was so tough. She wouldn't die. I just kept swinging and swinging. And I got the sneak attack critical. And it just like it annoyed her. Like I don't know if I got like just caught in the petticoats or something, but Trudy would not die, and she killed me to death. It was it was. Rough. She
0: killed me to death. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. So
1: I lasted nine minutes for the,
0: the
2: challenge. Wow, I l- like how I psycho that is. What were you saying, Steve? <laughs> I really want to do this. Yeah. I- I, I have to try this. She
0: went psycho on the uh, the strip with uh, actually a girl in a pink dress and a rolling pin. Um, I
2: did.
0: It was fun. Yeah, like no. this is total like from a horror movie where like a doctor you know fixes up a girl and she like all of a sudden tears her hair out and wears a dress that's ripped down the side and she grabs a straight razor and starts going <laughs> to town on everyone. This is some <laughs> psycho <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Yow. but I'm glad to see you did die, you jerk. You killed the dog. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're yeah, being called a monster in the chat. The
1: dog went down pretty easy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're awful. <laughs> you're a bad person.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> so is that the? I love
1: how Rick can like kill whole villages. Right. right.
2: He went in and slaughtered stuff, everyone in the. Casino. But I
1: killed a dog, and I'm the monster. Hey. Right. <laughs>
2: hey.
0: Hey. I only killed two civilians. Two. Just. Just two. And the one, guy s- <laughs> to yeah, and the and the one guy said good morning, and boom, the head.
2: He had to coming.
0: coming. Yeah, see, Steve's right. Is that all you? Is that all you did this week?
2: Well, that
1: was my challenge. I also played some original Fallout. I'll go through this pretty quick because it didn't take very long. Okay. I'm still trying <laughs> to get the water chip, you guys. And when we left, my character she was trapped in the mutant-filled Mariposa military base. Oof. I spent quite a long time trying to get out of there and I could not get out. So I had to reload a save and the save put me right before I talked to Larry, the mutant in necropolis. And, uh, there's some, some great, great dialogue options with Larry. <laughs> and for some context, the voice actor for Larry kind of reminds me of bricks from we're alive. Oh, and, okay. uh, So yeah, I walk up to him and, and, he asks, you know, like you don't look like a ghoul and and you can say like, "But I am a ghoul." And and just totally convince him. <laughs> and another time I walked up to him and he's like, "Well, hello there, pretty lady. You look real nice." <laughs> and you can be like, "Oh, yeah, you know, um, it, yeah, you're you're a good-looking fellow too." And like and he just lets you go. <laughs> I spent like 20 minutes trying to find this water chip, right? Yeah. And I found some junk to fix the water pump for the ghouls, so they would give me a water tip. Nice. And had to fight a bunch of rats. It took a long time. Yeah. I leveled up to level three, and I put all those points in unarmed, since that was more effective to me than guns. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't fix the stupid water pump, so I went back to the leader of the underground ghouls. He gave me some repair books. I fixed the water pump. I went back expecting to be rewarded with a water chip. And he's like, oh, thanks for that. See ya. <laughs> and so I was like, no. You know, so I clicked on it. I asked him, like, water chip. What's the deal with the water chip? He said, oh, yeah, we get our water from the pumping station. Maybe it's over there. I thought, yeah, you know, I just, I just fixed your pumping station. You're supposed to give me this water chip. So I went back to the water station and just I derped around there for like 30 minutes trying to figure it out. And I finally found this ghoul that was a prisoner. And I picked the lock on his cell and got him out. And he told me that in the next cell was an entrance to a vault. Hmm. And uh, so I think that's probably where I'll find my water chip. Awesome. So, yeah. That's awesome. that's my gameplay for the week.
0: I could not deal with that. <laughs> not ISO. If it was first person, yeah. But not ISO. It's frequently frustrating. I could imagine. That. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, that was our gameplay. Did you play any Fallout this week, Steven?
2: I know you've been busy this week. I've been well. I've been, I'm I'm writing songs in most of my free time, but I, I'm sitting. I'm I'm really sitting down, at like just for at least an hour, a couple last couple of evenings playing New Vegas, and uh, I am uh, currently I am running quests for. Um, let's see. I I, I helped out uh, Lily. Cool. i didn't wanna kill lily i so like there was an option where i could have had her experimented on <laughs> or i could and so i chose yeah. not to cuz she seems so innocent like she's just care, she's caring for the cattle over there yeah. and She's got her dress, or or he. I'm I'm not judging. Um, <laughs> I don't really know what's going on. So yeah. I'm not sure what's going on there. But I didn't. I couldn't. You know, I couldn't do anything that would hurt her. So I went up and I I, I searched and cleared out the night stalker cave and awesome. and um, I'm 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 doing stuff for the rangers. Okay. I, I did something weird. I wasn't sure if I made the right decision. I know you occasionally you question your decisions, but I try to play through. Even, you know, just whatever I've done, I've done and I live with it. Um, mm. I went to, I did the ranger thing and they were all saying, oh, we didn't, we didn't have a death claw that was being controlled by. Right. You remember that mission? There was yeah. like, you, you yep. had to investigate what was happening with the ranger station. So yep. then I went to, uh, I can't remember Camp his name. Golf. Hanlon? Yes. Hanlon. I think Man- it can Hannibal Golf. Hanlon. Well, he, uh, well, oh, was he Hannibal? It, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And so I found him. He's in bed with another dude. Uh, he tells me to go meet him on the balcony. So I go meet him <laughs> on the balcony. We talk. And then um, he, I basically agreed with him. Like, he's saying, look, the reason I'm doing this is I'm actually saving lives by having them kind of believe that these things are going on. And I'm like, the option, there were like two options to kind of turn him in or kill him. Right. But the third one was like, dude, that kind of makes sense. All right, let's just each go our own ways. And so I, I did that. Hmm. And... uh I don't know if I missed out on something cool by doing that, but well, uh, right. Thing. He seemed like a nice guy. I didn't want to kill him. Do you, Do you want to know what happens if you pick the? See, yeah, I always what pick. That, if you, I always if pick
0: you that turn you him turn in. him in. Have you, Which one do you pick, Shalene?
1: I remember turning him in.
0: Okay, so what happens when you turn him in? And spoiler alert: if you haven't done this yet, is oh. he asks to make an announcement to the uh, camp. And he goes into his office and he starts telling, you know, the guys what he did. And, um, you know, he's like, I messed up, blah, 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 blah. This is what I've been doing and this is why and blah, 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 blah. And it won't happen anymore. Then you hear a bang and the oh. door opens and you run and he shoots mm-hmm. himself in the head with the Ranger Sequoia, which you can oh. then loot. And it makes
2: everything better <laughs> because I'm you have an awesome. He can kill himself. Yeah. I he... feel bad about my decision, but that's. <laughs> it's interesting because i i felt like the decision he made like the reason i thought his reason for doing it was actually a pre- i was like you know this isn't my thing you know i'm i'm out here kind of doing my own thing i don't necessarily feel like i have to like make this decision for right. him you know? so oh well that's i'm glad, yeah. <laughs> glad i didn't cause him to shoot himself and, so there you know. go now you know So, yeah, and that concludes
0: our gameplay of the week. Uh, We do have a new challenge for you. I don't know if anybody, uh, we didn't get any, we had a lot of Deathclaw challenge, um, you know, people sending their pictures of the Mm Deathclaws that they killed. But we haven't really had anyone talk about their permadeath challenge. So we're going to move on from that um, to our new challenge. And uh, this is going to be a very fun challenge. So everyone listening. Your new challenge for this week, for next week's episode, is do the most evil thing you can think of doing without using mods. So, vanilla game, do the most evil thing that you can think of, and then tell us about it, or a screenshot, again, keep it, like, you know within some taste because this is going to go we'll probably post them but 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 yeah so just do the most evil thing that you can and tell us about it show us what you can what is that it's probably backwards bb gun permadeath most vanilla okay i'm gonna do all those
2: they're on my hands so i have to do them
0: now got it (laughs) all right so um yeah so do the most evil thing you can think of and tell us about it um and uh yeah we'll talk about it next week so we're gonna move on to our fallout otr recommends section and uh what have you got for us this week Or no, I'm going to pull this one off. Um, I forget our order. So, uh, we're going to recommend Nuka Break. And Fallout Nuka Break is a fan series set in the Fallout universe, and it's New Vegas specifically... And it follows the story of a vault dweller, Twig, his ghoul friend Ben and Scar, and a former freed slave from uh, uh, and Scar, a former freed slave from New Vegas. So Twig comes from Vault 10, which was sponsored by nuka Cola, and the residents of Vault 10 drank a lot of nuka Cola and eat only junk food and are obese. Twig, although big for a wastelander, was small compared to his fellow Westland- wastelanders. <laughs> compared to he was small for his uh, fellow dwellers and was teased for it. Hence Twig. Um, the guy, he just wants to find some uh, Nuka-Cola, and every episode has been him trying to find it. Um, it's made by Wayside Creations. Nuka Break premiered in 2011. It's a short film, two seasons, and another short film that bridges the gap between seasons one and two. So they've been doing a lot. In 2014, they ran a Kickstarter for Tales from the Wasteland, a continuation of their Fallout Universe work. It was funded at more than 300% of their asking uh, Kickstarter goal. Chris Avalon and Brian Fargo, creators of the Fallout series, support this project and will be contributing to Tales from the Wasteland, which will follow the backstory of the Ranger. Um, The props, costumes, and makeup are spot on in the series, which is very true. I've only really watched the first episode, and it it was awesome when I first saw it. So good. Yeah. Uh, You can watch the episodes over and over and still notice new things. It's a fun series to watch. It nails the dark yet humorous atmosphere that we fell in love with. And I remember the first... I went back and watched it. I think after I played New Vegas, and I realized that like the very beginning, he was kicked out of Chet's store in Good Springs, which I <laughs> thought was funny. Um, so yeah, I loved the first episode. I really haven't had a chance to go back and watch all of them. Shalene, um, have you seen any of the? Uh, have you seen the whole thing?
1: I have. I've watched the whole thing. I've actually backed both of their Kickstarters. I'm wearing my Nuka Break Kickstarter t shirt in honor of talking about Nuka Break. Nice. I can't really see it on the stream. I'll try and sit up. It's my Break Kickstarter shirt. <laughs> uh, I, I love this show. I think it's so fun. And I like to look at the props that they do and their, their ghoul makeup. I just, I really enjoy it.
0: It's super impressive all the time that they put into that. So it, I, mm-hmm. I need to go watch more of them. I'm sure I would
2: enjoy it. Have you seen any of them, Steve? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I watched the whole series. I backed the, the last one that they did because I wasn't I wasn't on board, I think, when the first Kickstarter mm-hmm. happened. Ah. Man, I, I thought the production level was was really good. Oh, like yeah. the costuming was awesome. I thought the story was really good. Like I thought the characters were really interesting. And I think maybe just from the first episode, I might have like. I think after watching it, it, I think it evolved really quickly. That they really got into their characters, and I I really loved it. I think it's great. I was very excited to hear that they were working on on more. And that that was a while ago though. So I'm I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> this is the perfect time to put that thing out.
0: Yeah. I guess I should go watch them. I mean, with YouTube backing the Kickstarters, I feel like the a-hole of the group now.
1: <laughs> You'd like it, Rick. I think you should watch. It gets better. It gets better as it goes on. Oh,
0: yeah, and I love the first episode. Um, so I'll probably uh, play some Fallout while watching uh, Nuka Break. Good point. <laughs> while texting my mom. Fallout everywhere. <laughs> so, But, yeah, so um, uh, since you guys know a little bit more about it, Chalene, where can people go to find this?
1: Um, it's on, um, I'm sure they've got a website, um, but I, th- I usually get it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on Machinima. Um, they have their own YouTube channel, Wayside Creations, mm. and some of it, I think, is on Wayside, but okay. m- most of it is, most of season two, at least, I think, is exclusive to Machinima.
0: So, the the Machinima YouTube channel. Cool. All right, and cool. continue with Nuka-Cola. We have a theme tonight.
1: Right. Uh, While I do the Nuka-Cola, why don't you give out a Lunchbox code?
0: Yes, that's right. We do have Uh, a Lunchbox code, and this one's going to be for uh, iOS, and this is for Fallout Shelter. So if we have any Fallout Shelter players in the chat, you guys are going to get a code for a Lunchbox in Fallout Shelter. So, uh, boom, there you go. Uh, We'll be giving out a Google Play one a little later in the episode, so... Have fun See with you know that. Enjoy the with, sweet. With
1: lunch boxes is Nuka Cola. <laughs>
0: That's true. Maybe you'll get one in your lunchbox somehow. <laughs> Although they don't. Nuka
1: Cola appears in all of the Fallout games except for Fallout Shelter. It was the most popular soft drink in the pre-war world and remains the most popular in the desolation that remains. <laughs> it's kind of the Nuka- only one left. Cola. Basically, there's also Sunset Sarsaparilla, mm-hmm. and between the two sodas, beverages. Uh, They provide the bottle caps that are the world's currency. Mm -hmm. Nuka-Cola was invented in 2044 by John Caleb Bradburton. This name is an amalgam of the names of the inventors of Coca-Cola and Pepsi-Cola, John Pemberton and Caleb Bradham. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Nuka-Cola's unique blue bottle color was adopted in 2052 after a poll showed that blue was the favorite color of 86 out of 100 people. Hmm. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if that was an accurate count of people with blue as their favorite color. Seems like everybody's favorite color is blue.
0: Eh, not mine. <laughs> me either. Yeah.
2: What about you, Steve? My favorite color? Yeah. I'd, uh, I like blue. It's a good color. Blue and black. Red. Mm-hmm. Those are green. fun colors. Eh, green for me.
1: So now I'd like to know green.
2: Green. green.
1: My favorite color is maroon.
0: What? Yeah. I a so little yeah, unorthodox me and ron flexible. weasley It's a very specific
2: color <laughs> ron's favorite color is maroon i did I not I believe so that. yeah huh i love harry potter by the way i totally geek out on harry potter so. never seen a movie never watched
0: oh gosh yeah never watched a book never anyway well
1: you can listen to one of the books rick on
0: audible.com
2: on audible.com <laughs> our sponsor that's hello true. <laughs> <laughs> that's true unless it's not available on audible.com i have no idea
1: so while you're listening to Harry Potter, presumably on um, audibletrial.com slash <laughs> uh you can enjoy a delicious Nuca cola The ingredients of Nuca cola are carbonated water, caramel color,
0: aspartame, which I found shocking. Yeah. Nuca cola is a diet soda? Yeah, it's strange. Well... <clears throat> If the uh, fact that aspartame is deadly is to be believed or not debated, mm-hmm. it makes sense because Nuca cola always seemed like they were trying to kill everyone who was drinking it.
1: Uh, aspartame, phosphoric acid, <laughs> potassium benzoate to protect taste, natural flavors, <laughs> citric acid, and caffeine. Where did you find that list? Uh, the wiki, I'm sure. Oh. Um, I'm pretty sure that just came from the wiki. Strange. <laughs> What gives nuga cola its unique flavor is the essence of 17 different fruits mixed in just the right proportion that give the beverage its trademark taste. Nice. Some versions of the drink include minerals and health tonics. Weird. (laughs) During the... I love this. During the... During the Great Passion Fruit Famine, I can't even say it with a
2: straight face. (laughs) Passion fruit. During the
1: Great Passion Fruit Famine of 2044, people noticed the taste difference when the recipe was changed, and I figured this was a reference to the New Coke um, of the was it the 80s or the 90s when they made New Coke.
0: I think it might have been the 80s. I believe I'm not sure. And the people
1: hated it, and they had to go back to classic. And that's why everything was, you know, classic Coca
0: Cola. Well, the funny thing is, the classic recipe still contains high fructose corn syrup, which actually isn't sugar. Mm-hmm. And the original recipe contains sugar, which is in the Mexican Cokes. But apparently, mm-hmm. they still don't taste the same. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. So, um, but yeah, so, uh, we have, um, so what are some of the variants of this Nuca Cola? There's a few. Well,
1: there's ice cold Nuca Cola, created by placing a Nuca Cola in a functioning refrigerator. <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> but it's, it's still the same. It's just cold. And flat. <laughs> There's Nuka-Cola Quantum that has twice the calories, twice the caffeine, twice the carbohydrates, and twice the taste. Nice. Nuka-Cola Quantum's radioactive strontium isotope <laughs> ca- causes the soda to glow and also your pee to glow. Nice. It includes a special 18th fruit flavor, pomegranate. Nice. There's Nuka-Cola Clear that was never actually produced, Mm. Nuka-Cola Quartz that was produced only in the Southwest. It has a whitish glow and provides a low-light vision effect like the drug Cat Eye. Ah, okay. Also unique to the Southwest is Nuka-Cola Victory, which is orange Mm -hmm. in in both taste and color, I believe. Oh, and uh, Fallout Tactics has some variants. Uh, these are possibly non-canon because it's it's Fallout Tactics. <laughs> Cherry Nuka Cola, Classic Nuka Cola, Yellow Nuka Cola, and Fusion Cola.
0: Nice, nice, nice. A lot of different, not a of different things. I, I actually, whenever I get a Nuka Cola victory or quartz or anything like that, I
2: never drink them. I never do. Neither.
1: I put I them in my Nuka Cola I- machine.
2: Did I you drank one the other day. Yeah, I was going into something, and I was like, "Oh, I need some of this." It <laughs> has some good. It had some good. Uh, it has some pretty cool. Like, it boosts your AP. I think. Oh, nice! It, it does a bunch of things. I know. I for a long time, I was always afraid to drink any. Like, because I remember in Fallout Three, the they, they were so rare. I remember yeah. it was a mission, and it was really hard to find. But I found a quite. a f I feel like I found quite a few.
0: Yeah,
2: I actually stole a bunch out of an NCR even though I lost a little karma, I'm like, I'm not leaving. There was like, there was like eight bottles just sitting in their kitchen. I'm like, yeah. I'm taking all of those. <laughs> so I, I waited until everyone was asleep, and I stole them, and I didn't feel bad about it at all because I'm like, come on. Nice. You can't put that much Nuka-Cola in front of me and expect me to leave. It. Nice. And continuing our theme, uh, we have
0: a weapon of the week. And Shaleen, you've used this more than I have, so please take it away. Tell us about our awesome weapon.
1: Well, this week's Weapon of the Week is the Nuka Breaker. (laughs) Uh, The Nuka Breaker is uh, a unique weapon. It was added to the uh, Fallout New Vegas via the Gunrunner's Arsenal add-on. And uh, it's a melee weapon. It's a Nuka-Cola sign, a neon Nuka-Cola sign. And my main New Vegas character was a a melee-heavy character. So she liked the Nuka Breaker. She would use it. Nice. The Nuka Breaker has a little power supply and does some electrical damage with critical hits. Huh. And the Neon partially works. It blinks on and off. It's <laughs> pretty cool. It looks really rad in VATS. That's cool. It has a special Nuka Break attack in VATS. And uh, functionally, it's, it's basically like the Rebar Club, gotcha. which is a, a weapon I used a lot in New Vegas. You can buy the Nuka Breaker at Mick and Ralph's or at the Gunrunners booth if Mick is dead. And the Nuka Breaker is a nod to the Nuka Break web series that we just talked about, uh, that the developers put in. They had seen and enjoyed the series and made awesome. the Nuka Break weapon. So then they saw a, uh, a preview of the Gunrunner's weapon pack. They saw the Nuka Breaker, the Nuka Break team. Nice. And they included it in their series, not knowing that it was a nod to their work.
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> funny
1: (laughs) that's so cool Oh yeah i love that
0: story that's so cool
1: nuka breaker that's that
0: awesome and and you've used this in game
1: i have it's fun
0: awesome i've never personally used it but i might have to go try if i ever well the character my permadeath character has some unarmed stuff so and melee so i might try that this Mm -hmm. this time around so uh yeah so that's our weapon Uh, we've covered all all sorts of nuka cola lore and our you know the um the recommends and and the weapons. so this whole episode is just all about nuka-cola and that's i, I like that so i'm gonna go check out those nuka breaks after we get uh, after we get done here and i really want to see those but um, but before that uh i'm get, we have we have an email for you guys and um this one is from brad And he says, uh, hey, guys, I found your podcast three days ago, and I've already listened to all of your episodes. You guys are fantastic hosts, and I thoroughly enjoy all of the show's segments. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, you briefly talked about power armor in episode 3, but I was curious about what role you think it will play. They've shown the player character stepping into it, which says to me that they're treating it more like a tool slash vehicle instead of clothing that you wear all the time. Also, a jetpack. Do you think it will be a scripted event that you only have access to at key points in the game, or more freeform upgrade for your armor? What other power armor enhancements do you think that they might implement? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh... I, I definitely think they're going to keep it as more of a... I don't quite know. It's it's hard to speculate at this point, but I definitely don't think it's going to be a scripted point in the game. Um, I definitely feel like it's going to be a free-form uh, upgrade that you can get and use throughout the game, because when has Bethesda really ever done a scripted segment in their game? Not not very often. And the only thing close to scripted is, like, you could say Raven Rock, um, where you're just in there, and then you leave, and it blows up, and you can't go in back in. Um, also, we saw that Dogmeat and the Lone Wonder were flying around in a bird, and that might look something like when you were flying a dragon. Like, it flies around by itself, and you just kind of tell it where to go, and you can shoot and stuff. So, I think it's going to be more freeform than, than, than scripted at this point. But as far as a tool, vehicle versus thing that you wear, I'm not quite sure. And if it does augment your armor... Um, like, if it is something you get into, that makes me really, 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 really scared of any Brotherhood of Steel guys.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think of that.
0: Because <clears throat> it would really be like a tank, something you get into, something that, like, is yeah. a tank.
1: <laughs> and that was the original idea of power armor, that it right. was making you a walking tank. Right, it was. And they've gone back to that.
0: Yeah, more mobile armor. So, so yeah, I think it's definitely going to be more freeform, not so scripted. Do you agree with that, guys? I absolutely
2: agree. Yeah. What
0: about the Fallout 4? Yeah, like Fallout 4, like the the new power armor.
2: um. Yeah, I I think it's, I don't know. I don't think it's going to be super scripted. And I don't, you know, I I just posted something about this on Reddit. I I think my take on thinking about Fallout 4 is I think it's going to be awesome, And I'm not. I'm honestly not questioning a lot of (laughs) (laughs) my approach. Is I'm not questioning a lot of what the things are, um, because I don't want to ruin it for myself. Like Over over speculating what what then if it isn't the way that I speculated it would be would disappoint me in some way. I'm just kind of I'm kind of excited to when I get there to like just take it where it takes me because I I figure you know what they've made. I know they put a lot of heart and soul into the game. I've loved all the previous games that I've played in the Fallout series, and yep. even other, like, Oblivion and Skyrim. And so, uh-huh. I, I know, that was a long answer to say that um, <laughs> I don't necessarily care what happens with the Fallout. You know, with the armor, I, I think it's going to be cool. So, I think I'm going to love it, no yes. matter what. Happens. So I your, don't think it'll be scripted. So all your faith is in Todd, is what you're saying. I have much faith in the Todd. <laughs> I, don't, right. I don't attribute him any godhead, but... Um, <laughs> No, I know, but I, but I definitely <coughs> <think> <coughs> that he's going to do a good job yeah. with this. I, I'm pretty confident. All those guys at Bethesda, and
0: um, just just because of time, we're going to skip over the second email. We'll get to that. Uh, we'll get to that next week. But we're going to go ahead and and talk to you, Steve, about what exactly you're doing. And just a quick background for everyone listening: um, Steve's all you know alter ego, Mr. G. Um, you can find him on, on YouTube, as that, and Twitter, and stuff. He, you've been doing a. Um,
2: You've been doing a project where you're doing a song a day so I think it's a total of eighty seven songs eighty seven the goal is eighty seven songs in eighty seven days and i could be i could be really smart and say that I did that because vault eighty seven and the origin i don't know um, <laughs> but that wasn't that originally when i i was getting i was getting very excited eighty at the eighty seven day mark I was already yeah. excited about fallout four but i um I was on Reddit, and I was just like, how can I show my love for Fallout 4? <laughs> and the way I've shown my love for things that I love doing is I write music about it. That's that's mm-hmm. That's what I. That's one of the things that I love to do. I did this with Minecraft in 2014. I had never played Minecraft. My students had always told me about it, said it's a great game, blah, blah, blah. I ignored it for a couple of years. Finally tried it, and me and my son played it, and we loved it, and we dove into it, and I wrote an album. So I saw this, and I'm thinking... I'm going to write a song every day. How many days is it till it comes out? 87 days. Holy crap. That's a big number. Okay, I'm going to do it. (laughs) Sometimes you do stuff that scares you or seems impossible and you just, you know, you find a way. And uh, so, yeah, so I'm on my YouTube channel and on my website, you can find it. But I'm just, I'm going to release one song a day now. Well, go ahead. Anyway, no, yeah, I was
0: going to say what what song um, minus tonight's song. So yesterday, what song? Uh, how many songs have you released at this point? Forty
2: 43. 43. As, as of today, forty three songs. So I'm, I am one song away from half. I'm like half. I'm almost halfway there because it would be eighty seven. Yeah. So forty three and a half. So I could say <laughs> I'm halfway there. Awesome.
0: And yeah. uh, as a fellow musician, that's just I. I, I don't even a song
2: a day is insane. And they're all about about Fallout, right? Of course. Yeah, they're all about Fallout. In some way, you know, yeah. there's so much in Fallout. Of course. Yeah. You can I mean, I was just thinking if I wrote one like jingle for every product in Fallout, I could I could just do that. I could write <laughs> 87 jingles, I'm sure, for all the, just the items. Yeah. And what are and some find- of the songs that you've written so far? Like what are the titles and kind of what are they about? <sighs> okay, let's see. I'm pulling up my own playlist because <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I've I wasn't going to do parodies when I started this. Sure. I was only going to write original music. Uh-huh. But I have ended up doing a lot of parodies. One, because people are giving me ideas for them. And I'm just like, OK, I'm going to take that idea and mm-hmm. run with it. Nice, nice. Um, and it's really fun. It's kind of a fun challenge. So let's see. I did one called Seven Megaton Bomb that I released today. Um, I actually did that with a, a YouTuber named Kato Genesis, okay. who uh, has a, another cool podcast. Um, and he just he volunteered to do the video for me. Awesome. Um, and i 'll see fallout off the record i did Aww, a, a jingle you. for i did a jingle for cram i did um i'm i'm writing a series of songs pretending that i'm a that i'm a band in the wasteland yeah what's so the band name? i'm, I'm, I'm role-playing the band's called the rads <laughs> <And> <laughs> that's awesome i was kind of bummed to discover there was a band that's like a cover an 80s cover band called the rads but um <laughs> But they're hardly doing anything, so I don't care. Yeah, there you go. Um, it doesn't look like they're they're doing. It. So it's a virtual band anyway. Yeah, um, yeah. So I have a bunch of songs that I'm writing, kind of like a serious band, like like how they would sing about stuff, like if they had survived living in the wasteland. Like actually, I yeah. pictured them living in a town that had been kind of near where a deathclaw nest was, and how like getting through that and like the lives that were destroyed or and made them tougher (laughs) through that process so um i've got songs like that i've got a song called cat meat uh someone suggested (laughs) what about cat meat and i'm like oh i'm writing that song um uh,
1: just my favorite one is hug you with my teeth
2: yeah that's a (laughs) deathclaw one right (laughs) yes nice yes because deathclaws just want to hug you with their teeth that's true that's all they want to do they just they're just looking for some hug. love it's let's see it's a hugging motion
0: they do they do kind of swing with their arm out they just do it's, it's they, they are so
2: misunderstood they don't know their own strength they don't it's, yeah they... it's 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 really just love that draws them to you <laughs> that's i awesome. wrote a song that was really funny called i want some brian t delaney in my ear <laughs> and i sent it to him and he heard it <laughs> That's and cool. He thought it was, thought it was weird, <laughs> 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 which which means I achieved my goal. <laughs> yeah, no, and creep you out with a song. Then
0: a yeah, you, you kind of have to. I mean, like these songs are, I'm assuming, probably recorded in about one or two takes. They're probably written off the cuff, you know, because you got to keep them moving, right?
2: Yeah. Well, okay. So disclaimer. I'm collaborating with mm-hmm. some great people like Rick McVic over here. Oh, I pointed the right way. <laughs> you did. Good job. <laughs> I know. I, I don't mind. Um, and um, uh, so I threw it out there in the beginning. Like I have a couple friends. I have this guy. His name's Bone Cage, Bone Cage. and he is legend. I mean, his production skills. So we did one called the power, We did the power of luck. And it was based on the power of love. You have to look this up. Okay. And, he, and he has one that he did. Uh, he did I Can't Wait for Fallout 4 based on the, uh, the Journey song. Uh, I Can't Fight This Feeling Anymore. Or No, Rio Speedwagon. Rio oh, okay. Speedwagon. Okay. And it's really good. I mean, it sounds, <laughs> it is note for note, perfect match. <laughs> That's awesome. The song. So, so I've worked with these guys where I'll throw out an idea and they'll run with part of it. And then I'll sing it. Or I'll play like I play drums for you and you had an idea that you came up with. And um, so I really work well in collaboration with other people. I found that's that's something about me as a person that I just like being in community. Yeah, Um, I write well in community. And um, so I've really reached out to all kinds of people like I'm actually (laughs) in talks. I don't know if you've ever heard of Game Grumps before. No, I haven't. It's really funny. Like it's like these two guys that sound like they might be smoking out while they're playing video games, <laughs> and then this guy animates like segments of like their conversation while they're game playing, like they're let's playing whatever games. We'll have to check and that the out. The animations are hilarious, and this guy offered to animate. I told him I'd storyboard it for him if you would animate it. And uh, I've got some songwriters that I've known for years who also oh. said, oh my gosh, I'm a Fallout fan. Can I help write? And I'm like, oh yeah. Awesome. So I've got this guy, Ethan Freckleton, who helped write the lyrics for the um, for the uh, Seven Nation Army uh, cool. parody. Yeah, and, and you did the... So I just, and- a lot of people are helping me. I'm not, you know, but I am definitely, I would guess I'm the driving force, kind of like the daily work of right. uploading yeah, yeah. video mm-hmm. every day. And yeah, so some of them are written like in... 10 minutes sure no i just and some of them i think about for a couple months like i really like the idea or a couple weeks i guess just say weeks i like the idea so much that i think about it because i'm like oh this is gonna be good i have yeah. to think about this one and then some of them i'm like i gotta get three songs because i my, my wife and i are going out this night the kids have something this <laughs> night sure so sure. i have like so on the weekends i will write five six seven songs sure, you know, sure. so that I- i'm ready
0: for the week and where uh and where can people find like before we you know talk about the one song Where, where
2: can people find you on uh to find your stuff okay well G-E-E. G-E-E, mr g rocks.com g ee mr G E E. like g whiz rocks.com i found out there's there's another guy who's like a poet like hip-hop guy yeah in I England, did find that on mr the g um but I'm, I'm pretty different from him so you know <laughs> anyway i hope he I hope he doesn't hate me, and I don't hate him. I think you're you're awesome. Uh, but if you go to MrGrocks.com, there's a link to my Facebook, my Twitter. I have I have a lot of these songs already uploaded on Bandcamp. People have already purchased it. You can cool. Uh, uh, I'm going to set it so you can buy the whole album for 87 cents, or you can pay 870, or you <laughs> can pay 1870 or 8770. Okay. Now I'll take it's like a pay what you want sure. kind of thing. Gotcha. Um, okay. Cool. But so yeah, that's MrGrocks.com. Is okay. The best. Cool. And you are on Twitter at Mr. G
0: Fun. uh, M-R-G-E-E Fun. Okay, cool. And, uh, yeah, so a little bit about the song before we get into it. Um, This was a collaboration between me and Mr. G. um, And the song is about Helios One. And I was thinking about the lyrics, and I decided... It's based on... It's a parody of the song Summertime Blues by Eddie Cochran, which is a really awesome rockabilly artist.
2: Um,
0: And uh, the song is about a... You know, a dude who's walking back to Helios one, maybe from the new Vegas strip or somewhere. And he, his fiance is the Lieutenant stationed at Helios one. And I can't remember her name, but that's his fiance. And he sees the bright light flash. That's Archimedes. And the protagonist has fired Archimedes, but he doesn't know that Archimedes is a weapon. So he's like, Oh, that's a cool light in the sky. And when he gets up to uh, Helios One, he realizes that his uh, bride to be is now dead, and and he's like super depressed about it. Um. So okay. it's so instead of the summertime blues, it's called the Helios Blues, and this is the uh, world premiere of the Helios Blues written by uh, Mr. G and me. So here's okay. this <laughs> here we, guy. Here we go. This is Helios Blues. My life When I saw the sky Light up so bright
2: I thought to myself What could it mean
0: The most beautiful sight i ever seen When I made it back To my pride to be It was burnt to a crisp And lying in front of me Atomic Flash, your very last one I love my love in Helios 1 Helios 1, Helios 1, Helios 1, Helios 1, Helios 1 That was the short song Helios One by Mr. G and me, and that will probably be up on YouTube uh, or somewhere that you can stream. When will that When will that go up tonight? Oh gosh,
2: Helios. Uh, let's see when is that scheduled? I thought we. Uh, let's see. I couldn't remember when we scheduled. I have a list. Okay, so I'm looking at a list of you know 43 songs, and I know I have it scheduled. Let's okay. see. Okay. I'm not sure. Okay. I that think was it was so cool. cool we potentially going to have. We were potentially going to have some footage for it, so yeah. I think I did. I haven't scheduled it yet, so I'll okay. just stick it. I don't know. All right. Well, it'll it October ninth. I'll tell you what. Well, <laughs>
0: uh, I'll tell you what. We'll follow uh, you guys if you want to, you know, download that song or whatever, um, and stay tuned to Twitter at. Mr. G Fun or check him out on YouTube just to keep updated from when that song and the rest of his songs come out so I want to thank you guys for joining us for uh, another fun episode of Fallout Off The Record you can tweet at me uh, at Rick McVick you can tweet at Shaleen at Shaleen L and you can tweet at the show at Fallout OTR all on Twitter you can also email us at Fallout OTR at gmail.com. send us your emails comments questions you can make fun of us for knowing nothing of Fallout because of that little quiz uh, like this video and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Get email alerts whenever a uh, show goes live on the Quest Gaming Network because, uh, basically, we want you to check these out and want you to be a part of this, be a part of the chat room. Um, We're giving out uh, codes and stuff. And uh, Speaking of codes...
1: (laughs) I'll give the last one.
0: Oh, you got it? Okay. Mm -hmm. We're going to go ahead and give out the Google Play code right now um wait a second wait a second because there's a delay (laughs) i forgot about that um we're gonna go ahead and give out the the google play code in just a second so be prepared for that um also check us out on itunes uh leave us a review um we love seeing what you have to say um we have some five star reviewer shout outs it's uh (laughs) marge marjard general pi
2: i don't know didn't work
0: okay i'll get it um Marginal Pi. I'm not sure how to pronounce that very well. Anyway, she's from Aust- he. She's from Australia. So thank you from the uh, love from down under. Oh, that was awful. Uh, oh, was that was awesome? <laughs> awful. We just lost like our. You, <laughs> we just lost our lost down our right. there. <clears throat>
2: it was bloody horrible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then k- <laughs> this is a knife.
2: <laughs> all right
0: all right all right and then we have Kits- Kitsunu, uh, where our five stars for Kitsune w. Kits- Kitsunu uh, uh, where our five stars so thank you very much for the love we record live on Fridays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, Stan- uh, Eastern Standard Time on youtube.com slash questgamingnetwork slash live and you should also check out the other great QGN shows streaming live on Twitch Elder Scrolls off the record and this week they will not be up but uh, they will return in october there's uh some problem well not some problems but the pope and the un came to town all at the same time and caused some problems for some of the hosts on that uh classic outer scrolls dragon age off the record warcraft off the record and rift reforge uh dota off the record and dancing with daggers are all awesome shows on qgn and much much more soon to be announced soon soon more shows are coming so uh subscribe to our youtube channel and uh get notified whenever they go live so yeah thank you guys so much for listening thank you mr g um for uh joining us today uh it was great having you and uh yeah so fare thee well guys till next week
1: for now sweet america we part